This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. Win, lose or draw, McDelivery will always help bring home the free points. And speaking of points, order now on the McDonald's app and you'll earn reward points through every delivery. Order today, rewards tomorrow. You in? Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee in terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them, honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Turn it up, because this big news is everyone's jam. Innova Go Health Urgent Care is opening centers in your neighborhood with a new modern look and comfortable feel. Whether you need It Might Be the Flu or I Think It's Broken Urgent Care, you'll be able to visit trusted Innova Go Health Urgent Care providers nearby 365 days a year. Save your spot or rock and roll over to an Innova Go Health Urgent Care center in your neighborhood today. Click the banner to learn more. Hey everyone and welcome back to the Blues Focus channel. Now, in today's episode, we're going to be previewing the game against Plymouth Argyle. That's coming up at St Andrews on Saturday. But before we get into that, I'd like to tell you all about the the Football Content Creators Awards that are coming up. Now, Blues Focus were able to make it to the final last year and we're hoping to get there again. So if you'd like to help support the channel, please look at the links in the description on how you can vote. But for now, let's get on with the video. So. Coming into this game, obviously Blues are sitting in fourth place in the table. And we're coming up against the Plymouth Argyle side that were promoted after winning League One last year. Now, lots of people will probably be coming into this thinking it'll be one of the easier games of the season. But I don't think so. I think it's going to be a real stern test of this Blues side. And probably the biggest test we've faced so far this season. Obviously, when we've got possession of the ball, that's usually when Blues seem to fall apart. We're much more of a counter-attacking team nowadays with a lot of pace. And Plymouth are one of those counter-attacking teams as well. I expect them to be sitting back in the game and really taking on the pressure and then trying to hit us on the break. And it's usually when Blues have a lot of the ball, we kind of come unstuck. But we've got a lot of new players in the squad now, a lot more technical players. So I think this is going to be a really good game. Obviously, Plymouth usually play a back three, or they did last season. This season, they've converted into a back four and they've got that extra man in the midfield to make things really tight and make it really hard for the opposition. They've brought in some really good signings, such as Morgan Whitaker, who was on loan at the start of the season for them last year, and Barley Mumba, who's playing at left wing back. Now, they had him on loan from Norwich last year and he was fantastic. And they've been able to sign him again now. And I think that battle down the right-hand side with Ethan Laird is going to be massive on Saturday. Now, going into the game, obviously, we've got a couple of injury issues. Dembele and Laird 
and even Anderson went off injured against Bristol. Now, we haven't heard anything from John Eustace yet about how long it will be. So we're hoping that they're going to be back for the Bristol game. If they're all back, then I think the lineup stays exactly the same. I don't expect him to make any changes. I know the likes of Miyoshi had a really good game after coming on, but I think he'll try and keep the team the same and really kick on from Saturday's performance. If we do have some injuries to the likes of Laird and Dembele, then I'm sure we'll see the likes of Miyoshi come into the team and probably Jordan James come in at right mid, which means Bakunin will be back at right back. Now, I know that's not his normal position, but I think he should be okay if he's got the likes of Jordan James helping to support him. He's just got to stay switched on during the match against the likes of Barley Mumba, but I expect uh, Dion Sanderson to really help out in that area. As I say, I expect the lineup to be the same, and if it was me, I wouldn't be making any changes. If everyone's fit, I'd keep the same team. There's always that saying that you don't change a winning team, and I think that's right here as well. I know the likes of Miyoshi had a really good game, but I would use him probably more as an impact sub for now until he gets really to full fitness. Um, and I'd just keep those players with that momentum going. I think the full-time score is going to be 1-0. We've been really good at the back lately. And I don't really see us conceding in this game. Obviously, against Bristol, they didn't even have a shot on target, which shows how good the defence was. And even if Plymouth do have shots on target, they've still got to beat John Woody. And we know how good of a keeper he can be. Now, I think the winning goal is going to come from Kevin Long. It's a bit of a shout, but I just see he's going to get a header from a corner or a free kick or something like that. And that's going to take us to the victory. But going on through the video now, we're going to get a Plymouth fan on and we're going to get their point of view on how they think the game's going to go. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Blues Focus podcast. I'm here with Joe from Argyle Life. How are you doing, Joe? Yeah, very good, Josh. Thank you. Very good. Good, good. So we're looking forward to Saturday's game, but how are your feelings on the start of the season so far? Very happy. Um, we were probably a little bit happier before half past two on Saturday when Southampton yeah. broke our hearts a little bit at mm -hmm. home park. But no, I mean, you know, to get... A good win at home against Huddersfield um, and then to put on a really battling performance at, at Vicarage Road to get a point at what was a good Watford side. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they carry a lot of threats with the way they play. Um, and then to be fair, for 75, 80 minutes, we gave Southampton a really good game on Saturday. So, um, I mean, Southampton aren't going to be our battle this year. We're not going to be fighting them for anything. So, um, we put on a good show. I'm sure the lads are probably disappointed that they didn't create a better opportunity in the first half. I mean, we had ourselves in some glorious positions. Um, and if you're being really critical at this level, you've got to take them. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they had a, what, a £15 million value striker pop up with a winner in the 95th minute. So yeah. I think we, we know, know what level, I think we know what level we're playing at now. That's for sure. Exactly. I mean, us Blues fans, we know all about Che Adams. I mean, we kind of created him, really, for Southampton. So, uh, kind <laughs> well, of we did, the same, we did the same for Jack Stevens. now. They, their captain yeah. was created in, in Plymouth. So. Yeah. Oh, there you go. But, um, yeah, you kind of uh, alluded to there that Southampton kind of aren't who you're going to be battling against this season. So, like, what are your expectations for this season? Obviously, winning League One with a massive points tally. What, what are you looking for going into this season? Well, I think it, we've got to. I mean, we've got to stay grounded. We've got to be realistic. I think you know the first the first three games of 
prove to a lot of people that we belong in this level. Um, you know, we're not here to make the numbers up. We, we deserve to be at this in this division. So um, I did joke before the season started, it's very Plymouth Argyle to finally get back to the championship and it end up being the hardest championship year yeah. that anyone's known. So um, there's, there's certainly been easier seasons to come back into it. But I think if you went round the city now, I'd say a, a large percentage of people would just accept 21st place if it was offered to us. Um, yeah. I'm, I want to be a little bit more ambitious. I want to sort of be, I think you can break the league up into two, into three thirds. And I want to be in and around the top of the bottom third, if not pushing yeah. towards the middle of that second third. I think we've shown enough in the first three games that we're going to really test a lot of teams. Um, so I think if we can finish, I don't know, anywhere between 12th, 15th, 16th, I think that will resemble a very, very good season back at this level. Oh, definitely. I mean, Plymouth obviously aren't the biggest club when you look at some of the teams that have just come down. As you say, it's probably no. the hardest, hardest trans- championship season ever, really. But um, they're obviously going into the season, you've made some really good transfers so far. So... Are you hoping that they can help you going into this season? Yeah, I mean, you wait your whole life for a million-pound player and you're going to get two within five days. Yeah. It was. Um, I'm not sure we'll have more chaotic weeks than that one we had back in July, but yeah. we've made some very smart signings. I mean, um, everyone talks about Mumba and Whitaker because they're the million-pound players, yeah. but we've got um, Connor Hazard, who cost 150000 reportedly from... Celtic, who made that unbelievable save on Saturday. Um, he's really stepped up to be a strong cho- first-choice keeper at the moment while Michael, Michael Cooper's out injured. And actually, there are already some sections of the fans who think he might be able to hold Cooper out of the side when he comes back yeah. to fitness. So, um, you know, that's a positive. Lewis Gibson at the back, free, free transfer is going to look like daylight robbery. Yeah. Um, I'm absolutely convinced of it. I made... I'm, I'm either going to make myself out to look like a very smart footballing brain or an absolute fool, um, because on last week's podcast, I already declared after three performances, he's the best centre-half I've ever seen at Argyle. So oh, I've gone okay. all, it, I've gone all in on Gibson after, after 270 minutes. But <laughs> they're very smart in the recruitment. We have been for a couple of years now. Yeah. And we're, we all know we're one signing away from completing the job, if you like. Yeah. Um, Fingers crossed that that will happen before Saturday. Um, you know, obviously there's still two full days to go. I doubt we'd get it in today, but hopefully getting one in by Saturday. If not, we'll certainly have one in by Blackburn next week and then yeah. um, we can really go to war then. Yeah, super fantastic. I know you've mentioned some of the names there, like the Morgan Whitakers and your Barley Mumbers, your, your million pound players. Like, Who should we be looking out for on Saturday as like, potential danger men against the Blues? Um, I mean, the phone phone's having its own little moment here. Um, the front the front three of of Whitaker, Mumba, and Hardy are the, are the three. Um, mm. I mean, they they did they caused Watford all ends of trouble when they yeah. eventually got possession at Vicarage Road. They gave the Huddersfield defenders nightmares here on the opening day. Whitaker and Mumba were probably a little bit quieter against Southampton but that's just because yeah. of how Southampton play they dominate possession they, yeah. they dictate how you play essentially mm-hmm. um, Ryan Hardy's a very good striker he's, he's a very good eye for goal he'll take a shot on at any opportunity 
Yeah. Um, you know, if, if you're three on two and he's bearing down on goal, you might as well forget the other two attackers because he, he, yeah. he's got one he's got one aim and that's putting it in the onion bag. So <laughs> um, he's a good player. And it, to be fair, actually, I'd say our, our four defenders are, are good threats as well. And, and not only from an attacking sense, but also, def- you know, we're solid yeah. at the back. Um, mm. It's crazy to think we went up with 101 points last year and we didn't have the most watertight defence. Yeah. But actually, this year, we do look a lot more solid at the back there. Um, you know, we we play with these inverted full-backs and they'll pick up positions that you wouldn't expect a full-back to pick up. Um, yeah. So, there are threats all over the park, but if you want me to nail it down, I'd have to say Mumba, Whitaker and Hardy, just because, you know, going forward, we're going to have to be at the top of our game, I'd imagine. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, Blues have been really good in defence. I mean, against Bristol, we were really, really good. And we've got Ivan Sunjic and Bielik in the middle, who are both quite defensive centre-mids as well. So hopefully they'll be able to keep you out. But um, what are your expectations for the game on Saturday? Uh, it's a sellout, isn't it? It is, it it is a, yeah. Is we've, it going to be a sellout? We've, so, uh, I mean, we've sold out every game so far this season, home and away. So... Yeah, we've we've done the same, and I think a lot of clubs yeah. are going to be doing that all season, no matter mm-hmm. what their expectations. I think, you know, obviously first and foremost, you hope it's a good game. You hope both teams yeah. are able to showcase what they're about. Um, I, I'm sort of going into every away game at the moment that if you can get a point on the road and get three at home, you're, you're going to have a successful season. Obviously, I accept with the level of opposition we're going to be up against, that isn't going to be possible every week. Um, I have I have to admit I haven't seen a great amount of blues this season. I know obviously the the momentum with the ownership change and Tom Brady coming in the place was absolutely rocking for the Leeds game. Yeah. Um with all the pyrotechnics before the game and things. So we of all the time again as I mentioned earlier about coming back into the championship if we could have played blues over the last couple of years I'd have probably been a little <laughs> bit more a com- little bit more confident. Um Yeah. I you know, I mean, we had a we had a good game in the cup a couple of years ago, didn't we? That was nil nil after ninety minutes, and essentially took a wonder strike to win it. Um, yeah, I do I do think it will be tight. You know, I, I back us to keep most games tight and condensed nowadays. So, um, but if we if we can get out of it with a point, I'd be delighted. And if we can mm-hmm. nick three, then there'll be some party back here for the bank holiday weekend. <laughs> Super, yeah. I think in my prediction, I, I've put it just to be 1-0 to Blues because, as you say, I, I think it is going to be a really tight game. I don't think there'll be loads and loads of goals, but I think against... The important, the, thing, the important thing for us is that the last two games against Watford and Southampton, against two quality oppositions, we have got ourselves into some great positions. We just haven't yeah. quite had the quality to finish it off. <laughs> and that is some, that's, the, that's the quality difference we've seen straight away from League 1, League 2. Yeah. In League One, we'd probably be sat here on at least seven points by now. Yeah. But already, you're just seeing that. Uh, you're just seeing that difference um, yeah. in in the quality that you need. So we are going to have to be better in front of goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I say, I'd, I'd back us to try and keep it as tight as possible at the back. Yeah. Well, I'd say I think it'll be a really close game. I mean, I going into it, um, I think it's going to be probably one of our hardest games so far this season. I know we've had the likes of Leeds, but I think a lot of people are, no disrespect, thinking, oh, Plymouth only just come up. Like They're expecting us to win this game, but I think it's going to be really, really difficult. I think it's usually games like this where Blues slip. It's the, the banana peel of the 
the teams that we think we should beat and we're going to have possession against and they usually turn us over so I'm just hoping that this new new Blues team can can kind of change that and we can get the victory but as you say I don't think it'll be free-flowing goals I think there'll be chances but as you say it's which team takes those chances so yeah yeah I mean it was just it would just come down to who's got that bit extra quality mm-hmm. really and um, yeah. We just we just lacked a bit of composure last week in the final third, and we just need to be better at that this week. And you never know, then, do you? I mean, all it takes is is one shot to come off yeah. early doors, and it's it's a totally different game to what you think it's going to be. So, yeah, I'm sure it'll be a good game. I'm I'm gutted I'm not going. I think my last visit to St Andrews was that epic three-two League Cup game all those years mm. ago that went to extra time. So, yeah, I'd have liked I'd have liked to have been there this time around to see a league fixture but I'm sure yeah. there'll be other opportunities in future seasons oh I'm sure I'm sure there will I know I'm, I'm going to try and come down to Plymouth um, when we play you I think it's 23rd of December so um, I'm Just hoping to come Christmas. down Love, lovely, yeah. lovely time to come to the southwest. That well exactly well <laughs> it, it's actually my birthday the day before so I'm going to oh, it's a right, birthday well. trip it'll be a birthday trip for me but um, yeah can I get a score prediction from you this is something I'm never any good at um, <laughs> I would say Say, go on, I'll be partisan. 2 1, we'll nick it at the end. We'll do a Southampton. Oh. We'll reverse oh, okay. roles on Southampton. Um, <laughs> oh. I'm not going to give you goal scorers, but yeah. I just think it is one of those games that will be in the balance for a while. I think I'd be a yeah. little bit surprised if either team ran away with it. Yeah, yeah, fully expected. Well, thank you very much for coming onto the channel. Do you want to shout out all your socials and things? Yeah, if you. Um, we're on Argo Life eighteen eighty six on Twitter, Argo Life on Facebook. Um, our podcast link is in our link tree there in the bio. We do a, a weekly podcast um, with various little uh, extras in there as well. Whenever we sign a player, we always get a lowdown on them. And we're starting up a new series now called My Argo Life, which will be interesting, following different fans and how they got into the following the Greens. So we're plenty active on social media. So yeah, drop us a follow and. And vote for us for the podcast awards as well. That'd be uh, really no, you need to vote for us. <laughs> you need to vote for us. <laughs> All right, super. Thank you very much for coming on to the channel. Cheers, Josh. No problem. Cheers. Thank you very much. Keep it on, everyone. Sports Social Podcast Network. There's always something new and exciting happening in Montgomery County, Maryland. Join podcaster and business leader Kelly Leonard and me, Bob Levy, on another episode of Something to Talk About where we speak with industry leaders making an impact in our county. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share box ready to go. Your mates are already booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.